Hello everyone and welcome to episode 49 of the All In Football Fantasy Premier League show podcast. I am your host, the so-called self-proclaimed FPL guru, Alex Rex. And joining me today initially is Barry Stokes. Scott Williams will be joining us in a little bit after he's uh, had a shower and eaten some food after the uh, his five-a-side football team successfully won 10-4. So well done, boys. And, up the uh, Cosmo. Up the Cosmo. So the uh, watch, me chip, watch me chip, watch me nay-nay. As they are, uh, they are currently called. Oh, uh, I know, I know. That's the uh, that's the new team name, Barry. And uh, oh, yeah. chance here for Gundogan and oh, save Larice goal for Man City. What a, what a start for the uh, what a start for the live stream. And it's Julian Alvarez with oh. the goals. I oh, know, I know. Straight straight in there, Alvarez two one. I'll watch on catch up then. Uh, since what what, uh, what, are you, what are you actually watching it on at the moment? On Sky Go. <laughs> so uh, have they have they kicked off the second half yet? Yeah, forty nine fifty five. I'm on. Oh, um, well, he scored about fifty one minutes. Bang on, just about right. uh, but two minutes. The, two minutes behind, lagging. The important thing for um, the FPL uh, community is it looks like there was no assist, and definitely not for Harland for the triple captors. Grealish tried to swing for it, but then Lloris did his usual flap. Um, but uh, oh. Alvarez, Alvarez has been uh, Alvarez has been quite impressive. In, in this game, actually. So uh, I think he's uh, he's done really, really well. So uh, thank you ever so much for everyone for tuning in. And uh, don't forget to uh, like the video and subscribe to our channel on the uh, the podcast YouTube channel. And also follow us on our social media platforms, <coughs> all of our P, all of our pod on Twitter, Instagram, and uh, TikTok. And uh, subscribe where you get your uh, podcast from, Spotify, etc. So I have got, uh, we've already got someone in the live chat. Barry, and of course, it's the guy who's on for manager of the week this week. I'm getting there, Cully. Relax, calm, <laughs> calm, calm yourself down, and you should be ashamed of yourself. You're only manager of the week because you uh, went for uh, more United attackers than anybody else. But anyway, we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, the admin to start with is to uh, just wrap up that uh, Dan Clark, who was on last week, thank you ever so much once again, Dan, for for joining us, uh, did quite comfortably win Manager of the Week because um, no, nothing crazy happened in that uh, Chelsea-Fulham game with 97 points. Who so was, well who done, was second, Alex? Was it you? Yeah. I, was it actually? Because I didn't check that. Was it you? How many points did you end up getting? 78, I think. So, yeah, Dan won, Dan won, won by an absolute mile uh, in yeah. the end. So, uh, And uh, on to onto this week so far. It's been, uh, let's, let's just say it's been quite, quite a, oh, and it's 2-2, is that Haaland? Haaland has scored. Oh, dear. Oh, that's uh, very, very, very good for everyone that captained him and uh, the triple captain, Chip. It's not quite paid off yet, but any more returns, and I think it will do. Yeah. Any assist on this one? Did um, has Kane been announced for the assist for Royals' goal? Don't think so. Check on Twitter though. Uh, Mares with the uh, with the head across. So well done, Mares with the assist. And Harlem looks mm. like he was just onside, but uh, yeah, it was always going up. Oh, we've got Scotty joining, as if he's missed the first like nearly ten minutes of the first half. He missed two goals. Stay away. Stay away. There's more goals. There have been there have been four goals. Four goals in the last like six minutes of this game or whatever. No, six minutes, ten minutes of this game. It's been ridiculous. Oh, here he is, Scott. Have you just just decided to tune in at two two? Have you? The old Desmond. Uh, yeah, Holland. That's a nightmare, isn't it, for me and you, Al? 
yeah, disaster. We went for the uh, nice differential of the Rashford one, but uh, at the end, at the end of the day, at the moment, it's evened itself out. But uh, we've got um, we've plenty got of time left. We've got cherries, mate. That's fine, aren't we? All oh, these people just playing it safe. We've got cherries. In terms of the over, in terms of the overall rank as well, because uh, there's so many people triple captained Harlan this week. Every goal he scores, even if you've captained him, it still doesn't do you any favours in your overall rank. They're having more chances. City have come out in the second half, oh! and they're just a different team. I know, Larice. Uh, yeah, well done to Harland. Uh, yeah, Gav- Gavin Gavin Webb asks, uh, Rexy, why do you call yourself the guru? Is it ironic? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. And just because you've got better history than me, Gav, all right, mate, calm, calm yourself down. Um, it'll be 100-odd now for Pulley, will it? Okay. Did he get the second assist, Gav? Okay, did he? Oh, that's good. Um, but uh, also a little bit, uh, bit spawny for, for Kane owners, but... I will take it. I will take it. Yeah, so let's let, let's move on to uh, to this week so far. And obviously, we're on the on the last game. Not quite 100 points yet, Cully, but uh, 96 points for you so far. You are quite comfortably the manager of the week at the moment, and it looks like it's not going to change. Capper uh, in goal, Whiteshaw, Trippier, Rashford, Fernandez with 19. We need to talk about Bruno Fernandez this week. You know, so we don't talk about Bruno. We need to talk about Bruno this week. Oh, Mares. You'll see that in about two minutes, Baz. Yeah. <laughs> <Cheers>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Is it? Uh, yes, Kane confirmed assist. Oh, thanks, Gaff. Thanks yeah, for I can say I've, I've got it here. I've got 64 points as it stands at the moment. Um, but uh, Almiron with three, Erdegaard nine. Mares with. Mares only with two. Surely he's got the. Is it, uh, this must, uh, must need updating. So he definitely got the assist there. Cool. Yeah, 99. Yeah, Mares with uh, with five points, Kane with six, and Haaland with uh, with with fourteen. So can I can I just say and uh, and just looking at this team, not knowing who this Cully guy is, I'm assuming he's Man United fan. Uh, he's, no Liverpool. Uh, he, he really. Probably he really doing like... well. <laughs> Cheers, Baz. Really... Let me know that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Cully's a Cully's a really big fan of uh, United, Arsenal, Newcastle, City. The, the teams that are all doing better than his, really. To be fair. So uh, I don't I don't blame him for that. But what we'll be doing this week, whilst we are watching the game and enjoying it, because what a game it is to uh, to be watching as well, is we're going to have a look at the fixtures moving forward and discuss the teams basically that we'll be all be interested in in buying players from. Um, have a look at some certain permutations and what might happen. Um, and yeah, just just getting stuck into that. I want to also get you guys your guys' opinions on the uh, the January transfer window so far. A couple of recent signings as well, uh, and we're going to look at a bit of. Uh, we're going to start though by looking at form since the World Cup. How exciting. So this is before United drew yesterday, um, annoyingly. So this is the form table since the World Cup, so the four, four league matches. And we've still got Bournemouth down here at the bottom uh, with, with four losses. Who's injured here? Oh, cool who's down. Uh, Bournemouth with four losses. Leicester with four losses. Then we've got West Ham with three losses and a draw, um, which must be worrying for, for, for David Moyes, but they did sign Danny Ings today. So that's, that, that's hopefully going to uh, buy them some goals. It's a fantastic signing, actually, um, when they play every week. Does it make him a fantasy option? Maybe. What about Ollie Watkins? Does it make him more of a fantasy option under Emery? Who knows? But still, those are, those are things to watch this space on. Uh, but Everton with, again, only one point. Leeds with two points. I feel like Leeds should have more than two points, weirdly, because everyone's been talking about some of their assets um, and they are a team we're going to have to look at moving forward. Um, Liverpool in 12th, Cully. Uh, Spurs 13th. That'll change after tonight. But then we've got the teams at the top. 
the ones that we should all really be investing in. Man United, Arsenal, and it's Brentford and Brighton as the next two, which are teams, again, we're going to review. Fulham in fifth, Newcastle sixth, and Man City seventh. But still could, still could win this game. Still could win this game. Plenty of time left in it, and they look like they're absolutely peppering them at this very moment in time. Um, and Chelsea still with their intermittent form. So let's see how that relates to the fixtures and the fixture ticker. So what we're looking at now is 21 through to 27. And Arsenal were top of the ticker, according to Fantasy Football Hub. Man City second. They are heavily biased because they, they're the only teams here with confirmed double game weeks. And we'll look at potential double game weeks in, in a second. But Leeds in third. Brighton in fourth, and then we've got Spurs, Man United, and West Ham, and and, and so forth. Uh, let's uh, let's start off by Ooh, chance. Oh, here we go. Yeah, chance here. Oh, oh, sorry, yeah, here we go. Oh, it's oh, got to be Parisage. Oh, 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 is it the oh. post or the bar? Was that? Oh, my yeah, God. Edison's put it on the bar. <laughs> what a spot save. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Baz. It's all right. Has Harlan scored yet, Baz? Uh, no, it's. Uh... 58 minutes I'm on, so. <laughs> uh, wow, that was a real chance for Spurs. What a good game this is. Perisic. Uh, but I oh. said, so we'll, we'll start by looking at the potential double game weeks, then we'll get into the team by team. So what's in front of everyone right now is the great man, Ben Crellin, his spreadsheet. This is the time of year when Ben comes into his own. If you don't follow him on Twitter, and I've said it before a million times on this on this channel, follow Ben Crellin because he will give you the updates on the odds and the statistics of potential double game weeks. And if you if you don't if you don't have following you you are you are actually costing yourself points in FPL. Uh, it really helps with planning. So you can see here game week twenty that's live. Then we've got game week twenty one, which is followed by the semi finals of the Carabao Cup and the fourth round of the FA Cup. Then we get into game week twenty two. Now, rumor has it that Manchester United are relatively nailed on to have a double game week in game week 22. Now, the reason for that is they've got their game against Leeds that needs to be rescheduled. They are the favourites for the semi-final match against um, uh, Nottingham Forest in the Carabao Cup, but we we have to assume they're going to win that in terms of the scheduling of the fixtures or the Premier League do. So they have no free midweek here. They have no free midweek the weeks after because they're playing Barcelona. Then they're the fifth round of the FA Cup. Then it's potentially the last 16 of Europa. The next free midweek they would have is game week 29. But if they make the quarterfinals of the FA Cup, game week 29 will be taken up anyway. Provisionally, if they get to the latter stages of the tournaments that they're involved in, they'll have four scheduled fixtures to reschedule and only three future midweeks after game week 22 to do them in. So realistically, it's very likely Man United are going to have a double game week in game week 22, either against Leeds or Brentford, and it'll be two home fixtures. So if they've got Crystal Palace and Leeds at home, anyone who's not used their triple captain will almost certainly be considering the option of using it on Rashford that week, um, I'd have thought. Or maybe, maybe, maybe Bruno. Um, let's start with Man United, shall we? Let's do it. Let's look at their options. What do you think about Bruno then, Baz? Talk to me, because I've done a lot of talking so far. Well, everyone says he look, he's a better player without um, Ronaldo in the team, and 
100%. He's the talisman. Everything comes through him. Um, and I think he's got the protection there of uh, Casemiro as well. He's one man holding holding midfielder. Unfortunately, he got booked. So, um, obviously, it's going to be a big loss in the uh, Arsenal game. But I think it, it, that's the protection. So, I don't think he'll have a... Bruno will have a big impact on the Ars- in the Arsenal game, as he has been doing, because obviously Casemiro is like the human shield. So that's my thoughts on Bruno and the next fixture coming up. But yeah, he's, he's definitely, t- we need to talk about it, put it that yeah. way. So in terms of points for since the, since the restart, so Rashford's got 39, Shaw 36, and then Bruno 34. They're quite clearly the three most, um, uh, what the, the three highest scoring Manchester United assets. And uh, oh god, another chance here! Goal, Mares. Oh, Mares. Oh, that's a great finish. What a it's finish. gone right through Hugo Lloris. I tell you what, Cully, right now you are in dreamland. You took the gamble on the Fernandez and Mares bringing in this week, and it has paid off big time. Fair play. That I, I I called it as soon as I saw the transfers, lads. Did I when I was looking through them this week? I went, do you know what? Who's up chased the upside here? Is is those two picks and oh, brilliant. Who was the assist? Sorry, Scott, I didn't see. Harland, I think. Is it Harland cross field? Let's have a look. Then I'll see. It. I'll see in two minutes. Oh, <laughs> the, Hugo Lloris, man, you're getting beat at your near post though. Anyone, anyone? Oh no, it's um, uh, Rodri. Rodri assist. I was yeah. going to say it. The ball came from quite far behind. Unbelievable though. Nice one. So well don't, know, don't, know, don't know who's sh- who is shushing now though. Who <laughs> <laughs> do I? He was giving him. He was He's a right form. I know. He's he's, he's the form star. But we'll get to City in a minute, right? I'm. I've, 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 I'm. It's throwing me off how good this game is. It's putting me up. Making me not concentrate enough on this on the pod. So um, yeah, Rashford right up there. Bruno Fernandez has to be considered. So um, if you have a look at his uh, expected goal involvements, he's top out of all of the all of the, um, the the Manchester United players in those game weeks. In terms of key passes, everything goes to him. He's, he's, he's double next. Big chances created, he's double next. In terms of expected assists, he's 3.14 in, in five matches compared to the Casemiro and Eriksen, and the next one's down. Bruno is noticeably, when you watch the games, as well as statistically, is becoming an option that we we de- let's not forget his previous. You know, without Ronaldo in the team playing in this role, I do agree with what you're saying about Casemiro, Baz. Though, like, yeah, you know, I don't, I, I wouldn't be talking about bringing him in for this this week against Arsenal, but for future game weeks, especially that double game week, he's got to be someone to to consider. Scott, your your thoughts on on, on yeah. United? I mean, I listened to the podcast last week and it was obviously one of those, it's, it's tricky to get him with his price point. But I think you now you're looking at him, he's playing that well again, that he's playing better than Kevin De Bruyne, who a lot of people have got in the team, who's not even starting tonight. So if you're just going to go by form and not by, you know, the fear that KDB will will turn it on, I think you, you could quite comfortably get Kevin De Bruyne out of your team and get Bruno Fernandes in. I think that would be not a bad shout at all, especially after he's been uh, after he's been uh, dropped. Well, dropped tonight, but KDB, I think, said it was a personal issue. But um, yeah, it's... especially with uh, especially with Man United with um, Rashford being a midfielder, I think it I think it's easier to get another midfielder in for Man U. Whereas, because most people have 
no one's going to put Wyckoff in or Martial <laughs> really at this point. Um, so you've got your two midfielders where you don't obviously need as many returns to get points because obviously you get more goals, points for goals and assists for midfielders. Whereas if you you know when you double up on City, you need Haaland and Kevin De Bruyne to both maybe get a goal and assist sort of each kind of thing or a couple of assists. Um, and the way Man United are looking at the back. I mean, it took a worldy goal to for them to lose a clean sheet, and you you look at the clean sheet they've kept since the World Cup, and maybe a couple of, maybe a couple of games before, they're looking really solid at the back, really good. So I well, think mo- most people will have maybe a, a defensive asset, and then maybe a couple of midfielders. They um, they have uh, only conceded other than obviously that Palace goal before that game. They only conceded the Grealish header and that Palace worldy. So they conceded one goal to Man City and then a worldy free kick in five matches. And they've scored 10 goals. So, yeah, no, I, 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 uh, I do agree. Got to get everyone's opinions on the uh, Bruno goal, though, in the Manchester derby. <laughs> um, obviously, I am, I am horrendously biased. So uh, I, try and, I, try, I try not to be. I try to look at it um, uh, subjectively. But uh, anyone in the chat as well? We've got a few people watching at the moment. You know, let us know what you think about the uh, the the offside or not offside. But either of you lads got a got a take on it, an opinion on the uh, on the on the situation? Should it have counted or not? Offside. Yeah, I, I don't think it was. If you're who's chasing them, Ake, Akenji? No, Akenji, Akenji wasn't it? Yeah, if you're him, you've just got to look at it like if Rashford's not there, he's probably doing some kind of slide to get the ball. Do you know what I mean? Trying and, and and it's obviously it's put Edison off. You can see Edison's looking at Rashford and shaping up for that shot. So I guess you know the, the you know it, it's probably technically a goal from what they've said. But yeah, you've got it's, it's like Lineker said. You can't say he's not interfering there. And say so he, he runs to the ball, so technically he's interfering because he changes everyone's positions. So if he stood still. Then yeah, I'd, I'd give the goal, but he doesn't. He runs with the, he runs towards the ball, and that to me is clearly he's going to play the ball, and then he realizes he's offside, and then Bruno slips it in. I don't know how it was given, but uh, it's, it's obviously the laws and all this. But you need, you need. I've been saying it for ages since VAR came in. You need people with experience who's played the game to understand it and give Howard Webb a guidance in how the players are and, and how it should be but I don't think that's going to probably get, get I, done so I, can't, I kind of disagree because we've played all played the game Baz I don't think you need to have played the game at the highest level I think you just need a bit of like you say common sense and you know none of us have been in <laughs> being professional footballers but yet we all we all know what it is sort of thing I'm no, guessing they'll, I'm, they'll probably I'm, respect the decision of a uh, a well known player than then us three. Unless the regular <laughs> listeners to the podcast, then... <laughs> I, can't, I can't see Jack Grealish, sorry, he's just on the ball now. I can't see Jack Grealish, who's on like 300k a week, retiring and going, do you know what, I'm going to work in VAR. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, I've got to say that I think um, the important thing about what we're talking about there, though, is that the decision didn't go to VAR, like for the goal. It didn't like it didn't go. It was it was a it was an on field referee decision. So the the referee gave the gave the goal because obviously Bruno was quite clearly not offside, and he the referee made the decision that Rashford wasn't interfering with play significantly enough to it change Akanji's 
position or body position or whatever else it was. And also he didn't touch the ball. So like, yeah, I, I at the time I was watching it and I thought, that's that's a goal. That's definitely a goal. It's got to be a goal. I will I would just oh, say oh, as well that, that oh. linesman is honestly it looks so adorable. It looks like you'd have a lovely like <laughs> cup of tea with him, doesn't he? Like a little bit older. It looks really sweet. Like you could go around to his on Friday night, fish and chips, cup of tea, and just I don't know, watch come die with me or something. Yeah, so, Netflix and chill. Yeah. <laughs> Not that far, Buzz. <laughs> <laughs> so no, it, it sounds like he's in love. But it sounds like this. Uh, he um, would look after me. These lines when I'm not a wedge, aren't they? So yeah. I've got, I, I, with in my my take on the on it though is that um, I think a kanji's. I can I can't. I don't think it, I actually don't think it affects the kanji that much. I saw this one of the most one of the worst bits of punditry I've ever seen in my life on Ref, Ref Watch on Sky Sports News. It was horrendous. They did a still of the ball going across the front of a kanji. And they took Rashford out of the picture and they stopped it when the ball was like directly in line in front of a kanji. And they were like, look, the ball was in front of him. He definitely could have played it. I'm like, do you know how fast that ball was traveling into the space behind him? And if you could work out the angle, Bruno, well, quite, Bruno didn't, wasn't close between Bruno and kanji. Oh. Bruno was miles ahead of it. Oh, Bruno was miles ahead of it. But yeah, it, for, for me, it's it, on reflection when I've calmed down a bit definitely should have been offside but for me it's more the edison situation rather than a kanji edison is obviously put off he because rashford like almost like you remember the um uh villa leeds game when leeds scored that goal and then they had to give the free one back and was it uh and bielsa yeah. was like let them score let them score and actually there was nothing wrong with the goal but it was the Yansen Hedden. tried to like stop yeah, it. Yeah, I love Pontus Janssen for that a little bit. I can't lie. So I was at the game as well, and I was like, "Go on, Janssen, stop him." And I was with, I was with Chris Clegg in the uh, in the south stand. It was going nuts in there. But the um, but it was the fact. I think it might have been Harrison that then passed the ball to Click. It might have been whoever was on the left hand side. But he kind of stopped and then started again. And that motion, that stop start for me, made it that he shouldn't. They shouldn't have scored the goal. Whereas if it had just carried on playing, it would have been fine. It's like what you say about Rashford. For me, if Rashford had never like done that sort of like stutter to get to the ball and try and like do do some, then it should have been a goal. But Rashford almost went to kick it and stopped, which then knocked Edison off. But anyway, whatever. But I think it was just it was just a, a pretty pretty interesting debate. Uh, but the law was uh, the law has made it made it made it difficult. Uh, Gav says it's offside. Fair enough. Uh, proud of Scott for putting his United head aside and being non-biased for the offside. Cully, oh, giving you a compliment, Scott. <laughs> uh, we still won, didn't we? Three points. Come on, United. <laughs> well, it's going to win. No, mate, we're going to be out of business soon, so I need an actual football <laughs> club to, uh, <laughs> to raw, mate. It's too raw. <laughs> uh, but we'll... Uh, we'll but in, in, terms of, in terms of United assets, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think we need to worry about uh, moving for them uh, this week, obviously, with, with Arsenal being the game. But then they have got um, it's Crystal Palace again and then potentially two games against Leeds and then Leicester. Game week 24. Here chance. we go. Chance for Spurs. Sonny. Oh, oh. oh no, they kind of messed it up. Yeah. yeah. It was uh, that ball that should have gone to Kulabeski. It's game week 25 that's interesting. So if you look at Ben Krellin's um, ticker here, he uh, game week 25 Manchester United are playing uh, Brentford and there's a chance they make the final so that might be a blank then so we've got to pay attention to this because there's a chance that Man United Brentford Newcastle and Brighton if it goes to form over two legs and 
to the odds and this, that and the other, there's a chance that those four teams will blank in game week 25. And everyone's got probably two Newcastle assets and two Man United assets at least. And a lot of people this week have been discussing going for a Brighton asset because they're on great form and they're really reasonably priced and their run of fixtures is good. So it's just, you know, for example, I've got three United, two Newcastle. And if I bring a Brighton player in, I might have six players that are going to blank in 25. So it's, it's I don't think that's actually that much of a problem, but I just need to plan my it'll, it'll dictate what I'm going to do a little bit with my transfers moving forward. You just got it. How many United and Newcastle players have you got, Baz, in your team? Five. Five. Scotty? Three of each. Three of each. And and that's the thing. So if you brought in a Brighton player this week, you'd have seven players that are potentially going to blank in game week 25. And you've only got 22, 23, 24. You've got four free transfers. Basically, all of your free transfers, you're either going to field less than 11 players or all of your free transfers are going to have to have that in mind if you went for a Brighton asset this week. To top, you know, that, that, that's, it's just something to, to think about for people. Then they got the uh, double or potential triple game week. When's, when's that again? Just to remind people, listeners. Well, it, it, was, it was supposed to be game week 21. But they haven't had anything announced, Brighton. They've still got Bournemouth and Palace to fit in. But the thing is about Brighton, Bournemouth and Palace is they've obviously relaxed about them a little bit because they don't. none of them are in Europe. So they can fit them in further down the line. But anyway, that's what they've ended up deciding to do. But I, I thought they'd have stuck one of them in. I thought Brighton would have had a double game week in 21. But uh, they'd have had to have announced it by now. And Not yet, clearly, yeah. And, and, they, and they haven't, so... Uh, by the sound of it, it's interesting. Um, Scott, sorry, go on. What we? Yeah, yeah. Quick question, not really related to anything you've just been talking about. Um... <laughs> oh, brilliant! Thanks, um, Scott. Then I'm trying to stay on topic so hard whilst watching this as well. know. <laughs> uh, so um... I'm checking check the chat. So I've got. Let's pretend I've got three Arsenal assets. Then, which do I? Well, I might have. A lot of people have three Arsenal assets. What happens if you get Trossard in and he goes to, because he looks like he's heavily linked with Arsenal? Can you have for that one game week four Arsenal players? Yeah, for that one game week you can do. And then I think your next transfer has to have, you have to transfer one of them out. Um, but you can have four Arsenal players. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, not something I'm going to do. I just thought in theory it's quite interesting, isn't it? Yeah, it is, uh, it is to be fair. It's something that if it was a, if it was a, a positive to to do it, and he might stood a chance of playing, then yeah, it's, it's a good it's a good luck play for them though. Price points good. Is they need that bit of depth, don't they? Yeah, so. it's that it's all about the depth, and it is you know he's not going to start in the prem straight away, but it'd be Europa League stuff. Um, the uh, Cully's asked about free hit twenty five. I, I will come back to the, uh, the the Man City booing Cully. I want to talk about City in a bit, um, but uh, game week twenty five. Uh, Free hit, yeah, potentially an option. We, we've just got to bear in mind that who the, the, the potential blanks that are going to happen in game week 28 when the quarterfinals happen. So, for the of the FA Cup. So, for example, Arsenal play Man City in round four, which makes it more likely that, um, and also, also, Crystal Palace are out of the FA Cup. So, if Arsenal lose, then Arsenal lose to City, and Arsenal Palace happens in game week 28. We've got a lot of their assets. Manchester City play West Ham. West Ham are playing Derby. They're in the next, the next one. You? All right, Scott. Sorry. <laughs> you just panicked. Um, 
Oh, here he is. Oh, my God. Have, have I seen a ghost? <laughs> God, that was frightening. Uh, oh. he is. Um, but, yeah, so we've got to consider the options of who's, who's going to be playing in game week 28. So if you did want to attack the next few game weeks, get Brighton assets in, you'd be up to six, seven, maybe even eight players that aren't going to play in game week 25, potentially. Then you could use your free hit in game week 25 but you would then have to plan for game week 28. And game week 28, is uh, it's much, the likelihood is much higher. Hi, Tom. The likelihood is much higher that there's going to be more teams blanking in game week 28. So uh, it may be for 25, but I, I think it all depends. It all depends on, on the game week 28. But this is, one of, this is one of the keys. I've seen a lot of people on FPL Twitter, a lot of people who are, um, a lot of people who are uh, experts or, or, or what, whatever, whatever content creators, whatever they want to call themselves uh, on Twitter saying this is the week to bank a transfer because we'll have so much more information. We'll know exactly who blanks in game week 25 and we'll know who's into the fifth round of the FA Cup before the game week 22 deadline. So saving a transfer this week and having two for game week 22, ideal world is probably the more positive thing if you're thinking long term over the rest of the season, but it's not quite as fun, is it? Um, but thought, thoughts on that, Baz? Did that, did that make all make sense for an example? So I know Scott was uh, too busy getting scared. He's probably missed all of that. I'll have to listen back later. Yeah, it makes, makes sense to me. Um, yeah, perfect sense. Yeah, do you want to summarise for Scott? No, I, it, it makes <laughs> unbelievable sense, to be fair. Free hit to game week 25. That's not what I said. <laughs> <laughs> Good gamble, though. Good gamble. You yeah, why the, not? Why not? The, Dif- lost, differential, isn't it? There. Yeah, well, uh, but it's uh, it, it's something if you wanted to attack the next few game weeks and the the, the, the FA Cup games and the, the Carabao Cup games went against your team. Yeah, it's an option. Game week twenty five, uh, you just you put in putting together. I mean, Arsenal playing Leicester at home or oh, Leicester sorry away. So you you know you want three Arsenal assets almost certainly. Villa are playing Everton. You know you might want a couple of Villa assets. City play Bournemouth. I mean that again. You want triple City. So build, building a team, but, you know, and in that game week, you, you probably, you know, Kane plays Chelsea. So you take your three Newcastle assets out, your three United assets out, um, your Brighton asset, Harry Kane, or straight away, you've already got eight players that you probably wouldn't want playing in that game week. So, yeah, it could, it could end up being, it could end up being quite a high upside to it. Could end up being a high upside. Uh, so, yes. Let's talk, let's talk about City then, because they're, they're, uh, we're, all, we're all watching the game. Um, I didn't hear the halftime halftime boozer. <laughs> Callum, yes, banking and transfer is for babies. Um, I didn't hear them booing at halftime. You can't Absolutely. hear anything, can you, though, at the stadium? There's never any atmosphere. Must be empty, There's no one in seats. No. <laughs> um, but uh, as, if they were, as if City got booed. As if, as if they booed their team. That's how, uh, I, again, I'm sorry, I'm really biased. That's how absolutely awful some Man City fans are. Oh, and they've become entitled and complacent. Is that on ball? That uh, there's not enough peeling. I don't think it is. Oh, he looks guilty. He does look very guilty. Yeah, Richardson yeah. kept his head down there. Yeah. This is a howling. Uh, this is the penalty. This is a howling isn't it? penalty. Yeah. Oh, it's a penalty. Oh, it's handball. It's a pen. It's a pen. You can't put your arm out like that. It's got to be a penalty. Yeah, it's a pen. Oh my god! And Harlan's. It's going to be Harlan Pennington. He's going to take yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, god. Do a Mitrovic or something like that. Screw oh, me even more. God. This You're is, moaning this... again, Bass. What? <laughs> You're moaning again. <laughs> this is a um 
this is a horrible this is a horrible moment for me and you, Scott. Oh, I'm not oh. giving it. Wow. How's that not being given? That is, and, and Pep is rightly livid. Sorry, uh, Kyle Walker's coming on. Did he go and goal? Oh. Rico Lewis has got cramp, bless him. Well, why? He's like, he's young. Get on with I don't it. know. He's like 12, isn't he? But uh, it's, um, oh, I can't believe that's not penalty. It's got to be a pen. Brazzy, have, have you seen it yet? No, uh, I am <laughs> on a corner on 81st minute. <laughs> Hits, hits the shirt sleeve so can't be a pen. Well, I'll wear long sleeves every week then, Cully. Like, uh, stick my arms out. Like, what the worst, one of the worst rules I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, um, I've seen it that, yeah, penalty all day long. Yeah, I'll put your arm out like that. Anyway, whatever. Close line uh, the ball. <laughs> he does, does what he needs, does what he needs to do. i tell you what, I think he's going to go in goal next week. <laughs> it feels, feels that way, doesn't it? Uh, Better than right. already. To be fair, it doesn't, on, one of the replays from behind, it does look like it's his shoulder blade. So, mm. Well, obviously not clear yeah. and obvious then, is it? But uh, Manchester City assets. So let's talk about Man City, shall we? Cancelo dropped again today. Seems an easy sell if, if you have still got him. And it frees up loads of funds for you to be across your teams. If you have got Cancelo, really dead straightforward, uh, dead straightforward sell. If we have a look at the points since the restart, Haaland obviously top with 23, and of course he scored again today. Mares now he's played four games. He's had one of them as a substitute appearance. He's now played five games. He's scored another goal, so that's two goals and two assists. Anyone fancy? Uh, and Grealish is obviously... Mares, Grealish and Haaland is obvious preferred front three, it seems to me. So anyone fancy a, a flutter on, on either of them too, Mares and Grealish? 6.8 million for Jack, 7.5 for, for Riyadh. Definitely. I said last week about Mahrez, didn't I? So, what you think? Is, is uh, to be honest, um, De Bruyne has been benched, but obviously personal reasons. I've got two free transfers. Mm, I'm tempted. I've got a few uh, potentials I could I could go sorry. for. But sorry, yeah. is it, sorry, De Bruyne's been benched for personal reasons. Apparently, yeah. so yeah. So, 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 so I'm sorry. You either can play a game of football or just leave him out of the squad. Why is he, he can't be like he missed. That's... He missed training yesterday, didn't he? Uh, yeah. I don't care. That's ridiculous. I'm an awful, awful decision. And just... Some are matter at the moment. The free to up. So yeah, no. And Haaland, Haaland. Oh. oh, I think that looked like a good tackle to me. But you know, I got the last one wrong. So um, I think on the uh, I think on the eye, on the eye test, I do like a bit of rehab Marez. Um, hmm, yeah, back back to his old Leicester ways. It looks like it, doesn't it? Uh, very, very, very true from Callum. Uh, I imagine anyone with Cancelo still has Salah. Well, I have Cancelo, but I did get rid of Salah. Um, people are still discussing Liverpool assets at the moment. It just it doesn't seem to make any sense to me. Chelsea in the next game, then Wolves are a bit, a bit of a revival. We have a, have, if you have a look at Wolves, they are mid-table under Lopetegui since the uh, since the restart. So uh, the games aren't as aren't as easy. You want to be targeting games against Bournemouth, Leicester. West Ham and Everton, and also Leeds as well at the moment. Uh, Scott, your opinion on the on the, on the defence for Manchester City? Um, Edison, um, with yeah, I agree with what I said like four weeks ago. They don't look like good in, at the back, and you're only putting in a defensive asset for the attacking returns. I think I think you're better off looking elsewhere. Looking at you know, Arsenal look solid at the back. Man United look solid at the back. Looking at those, obviously Newcastle do. Those sort of teams for me, 
Um, and Brentford, I looked at them the other day. That you know they're decent at the back. Um, those sort of teams over Man City, I think now Cancelo's gone off the boil a bit. Unless you want the cheap option of a, like a Rico Lewis, but again, do you really want to waste your free options on there? You're going to have Haaland in. Um, you're probably going to have De Bruyne, Grealish, Mahrez, one of them in. I think you could. Rota- I think you could look elsewhere. To be honest with you, it's too much rotation risk as well. It's really interesting, actually, isn't it? Like when you look at the fixtures, because Wolves is still a good game at home. Spurs away, fine. You know, I think it's we're looking at this sort of game again. Um, at, at the Wire Lane, the Wire Lane, so Thomas Stadium, it's the Wire Lane, isn't it? Uh, and then they've, they've got a double game week. Follow Villa at home, and then Arsenal away. Massive game week, Arsenal away. And they've got Forest and Bournemouth the two after. I feel like I want three City players, but right now I don't know which three I want, and that's quite. I think I just find it quite tricky. Obviously, Haaland for all the obvious reasons. I've got Haaland, De Bruyne, and Cancelo. I feel like this week I'm just going to end up taking out Cancelo and just keeping two for now. I will, but, I will, I will say as well. Like Haaland's got a tap in tonight. I know he only he just needs one chance to score, but he hasn't looked any good for a couple, a good for a couple of weeks now. Yeah, it's. Um, it, I agree. It's the. It's just. Just you can't got... you can't drop him. It's like when Salah when no. Salah was hitting figures, you can't drop him because it's too it's too much of a risk, isn't it? So. I'm not talking about dropping him though, but, but you know, looking at the, we'll look at the fixtures in a bit. But for for game week 21, the Wolves at home. I mean, there's just no other options. Like you've just got to captain him really that week, haven't you? Like United play Arsenal, um, Spurs play Fulham, and Fulham are in form, so that's not an easy game. Do you captain like Solly March against Leicester? <laughs> I mean, Leicester have been terrible and March is the informed player of the league in fantasy points. Like, you know, really. But if we're in know, you're, going, uh, you're going City, but I don't think, over, you know, we're, we're, such a, we're such a last, you know, last couple of games, you know, world, aren't we, that we live in. Um, you wouldn't be too crazy at offense and now Captain Mahrez. No, no, true. Um, and it, it doesn't seem like he's getting dropped, does it? Yeah, know, and yeah. and what we've said in the past as well, we like to captain people that you know excite you. Like Alan's good, but he doesn't have many touches in the game. Whereas Maris is obviously always on the ball. So oh my okay, exciting. square it, square it. Oh, good hands by Edison. Ooh. Yeah, Pain square it sounds like what thingy again. <laughs> thingy. <laughs> yeah, Sterling's there, isn't he? But tap oh, it. Oh God, no! Don't, don't, don't let's not talk about Raheem. <laughs> um, so let's um, let's then move on to uh, another team that everyone's talking about at the moment, and that is Brighton. Brighton assets. Uh, we've completely flipped from talking about attackers to defenders, and you know I said not to not to think about them too too much last week, and then they battered Liverpool. So um, we've got to we've got to think about these guys now, haven't we? Really, and looking at the points. Everyone's talking about Matoma, and I'm talking about Matoma as well. I think the eye test, um, when you look at... Oh, Mahrez is in. That's got awful defender. Got to score, got to score. Yeah, Mahrez in next week. What a finish. <laughs> Cully's in dreamland, and I am for my draft team. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's... Uh, what was the assist? Who was the assist? Oh, I mean... I think it might have been Haaland, you know. Let's have a look. Is it Edison? Oh my God. Was it an Edison assist? It's an Edison assist. It's Edison assist. (laughs) Oh, everyone who's got Edison has just had a little (laughs) breather there, haven't they? Oh dear. He always gets an an assist a season, doesn't he? Um, 
Awful by a long way. Awful, awful, awful by a long way. I've just praised you, Cully. Calm yourself down, lad, in the chat. Um, yeah, incredible. Love it. Love, love the picks. The gamble's paid off. Lovely. And he's uh, he's absolutely nailed at the moment in this team. So, yeah. Uh, but everyone's talking about Matoma for Brighton. Solly March has got double his score. And I don't know why. And his XG's, XGI's been in the highest. He's he's played more key passes than everyone other than Pascal Gross. He's, and, and in with that, he's created more big chances. Um, it's it's got to be Solly March we pick, isn't it? Or is it Matoma? Lads, Brighton, discuss. Alan's off. Um, I don't, for me, do you know what it is? Matoma's new to the league. He's exciting. And is you know, was he Japanese? Yeah. I think that just excites people more than Solly March. Genuinely, and then yeah. I think I think yeah. I think and then I think we've looked at Solly March and he's he's done very Solly March things down the years. He has one or two games. There's lots of fantasy players like that, isn't there? Um, whereas I think when every time I looked at Brighton, Matoma's looked really really solid. I think long term over the course of a season, I would I would say Matoma would score more fantasy points. Well, Matoma's at five million. Solly March is five point one. There's one, you know, he's he's. Point one cheaper. His expected goal involvement in the last four games is two point eight, and March is three point one. Like March is March is like overperforming his goal involvements by double, and Matoma is hitting his three goal involvements and his, his two point eight is his statistics. Gamara's in. Mara's in. Come on, oh, why is he playing it that way? It's in for his hat trick, you know. He's going to score it somehow. I think he had That's to play Mara's in there. Surely, why did he play Alvarez in? Grealish made a big mistake there. Um, yeah, so statistically speaking as well, and also on the eye test, I feel like my tone's better. Barry, sorry, I, I, you talk, t- tell us what what do you, what do you think? Too busy watching the game. It's four two. What a game! <laughs> right, me for March. He's looked so much attacking wise under Deserby than he did under Potter. Potter was more, he was more of a wing back, defensive minded wing back, whereas now he's actually getting forward and actually adding goals to his game, and. Yeah, I do agree with Scott. I'd rather have Matoma over March, but it is 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 obviously in form at the moment. It's, well, most of Brighton players are, um, to be honest. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't obviously have him. I'd have Matoma probably and um, Ferguson as a cheap cheap forward. Um, the only downside to that is obviously Welbeck's back and he scored. Didn't he? he came on and scored, so. Um, yeah, but if it's worth a, worth a punt, what what's the ownership of of them? Have we got have we got that at well, all? Let's have... Well, let's let's get it. Let's have let's have a look. Because um, and... they're not going to be massively owned anyway, so they're both going to be well, even potentially all three of them going to be a differential. I think Ferguson's probably going to be the more, most owned because his price, um, and he's a forward at four point five, so you can build a team around it. But yeah, I mean March is um, three point five. In terms of teams selected by uh, Matoma, is even even less. Oh, I'm shocked on that one. Matches uh, 1.7 for Matoma, Ferguson at 1.4, Sanchez and Gross because obviously at the beginning of the season, Gross and Trossard's form, and then Dunk always gets into teams, doesn't he? Um, somehow because he's just had good history, but this season it's it's scores the odd few goal, doesn't he? Yeah, just trusting that right in defence at the moment, really. But you know, again. They're just hit and miss. Uh, they're just better defenders. You can double up on Newcastle and whatever for cheaper. Uh, but yeah, March at 3.5 and Matoma at 1.7. I I think, you know, Matoma's had more shots, more shots in the box. And it, it's, 
the statistics are there and the eye test for me as well is there, but double his points, guys. Double Look at that form eleven. It's March. A, it's absolutely insane <laughs> how many points he's got. So um can it carry on? Probably not. But uh yeah, Matoma versus March is, is a genuine oh game of is is it Matoma versus March is is a genuine decision I think a lot of people will be trying to make this week. Um and for me it for me I'm going to go Matoma over March, but I, I, I can I can see is it biased because Solly March is boring? No, it's got like really I think you've got a point, Scott. Yeah, I mean like Matoma is such a cool name. And Solly Marsh is really boring. We're not picking Grand National winners, Scott. You know, we are. That's what we do with these, with these players. Um, but, but, Solly Marsh is going to blank the next four game weeks, guaranteed. Okay, yeah. like that. He'll do a Zaha, uh, won't he? Yeah. Be on, be on form and then you're not seeing for about five weeks. Yeah. Now, I know uh, we're gonna, we'll talk about Leeds now because their fixtures do look very good and they might have a double game week against Man United as well to throw in for an extra fixture. We've got Nonto. Was another forward, five million, uh, four appearances, one goal uh, in his last obviously four appearances. But then he he has looked very good when you've watched him play. Uh, I think if he was four point five, I think a lot more people would be considering him. I think if he was a midfielder where he should be in because he plays as a winger, everyone would have him in the team. Yeah, four point. Uh, well, he he just he looks a lot better. But R- Rodrigo was as well as he is a midfielder, six point four. Um, similar statistics and similar numbers. Is Bamford Bamford back going to affect us? I mean, are we are we considering any Leeds options at the moment, guys? That, I think that's the one of the not biggest so for me. Not not so for me. Not so and mm-hmm. not so. Um, well, Gary Neville said it, didn't he? He looked like a Man City winger. Yeah, he played against Villa. I, I just look at who's everyone. You're still not taking Almiron out. I want to thought you're going to have a Rashford in there. Um, you're going to have a Man City midfielder in there. Um, I think it's just re- you now we're talking about like a Brighton. You'd rather have a Brighton midfielder in there. Don't get me wrong, I think it looks good, but I've, I, I think Leeds are not looking great from when I have conversations with Leeds fans as well. As much as they're winning and they've you know won 5 2, Tom's first words out of his mouth were sack the manager. So, yeah, yeah, it does, they do feel they do feel incredibly done, don't they? Um, it has to be said, like they, they're just—they're just all, they're all, yeah. Everyone's just I th- Jesse Marsh is is just not the flavor of the month, is he for Leeds fans? Let's be honest. That's just as, as simple as it gets. Um, he's, he's, he's done he's done what Moyes did to a lesser extent, isn't it? Man United, he can't follow an absolute god at a club like Bielsa was at Leeds. You've got to hit the ground running, which he didn't do. And yeah, I feel I feel sorry for him. It's be careful what you wish for. He's keeping them in the league. It's like we've seen this story before. You get rid of managers, you get someone else in, you get relegated before you know it. Another ten years in the championship. So I, if I'm a Leeds fan and my club's a couple of places above the relegation zone, I'm probably going to check myself a little bit and be like, do you know what? It's not the end of the world right now. It's uh, I think hopefully I think for them as well. There's three worst teams in the league, um, but. Yeah, it's it's difficult. I think for Leeds, you know, Brentford at home is isn't a great game, but you know Forest is a massive game for Leeds, and then they have probably two games against United and then Everton and Southampton. They've got a really good run of fixtures, but they've got three massive games in the next five game weeks, like like big big matches. If they win all those three games, they're miles clear. 
So it's the, they've got to really, yeah, they've got to do well in those those matches. They're, they're six points in essence. Uh, let's move on. We've obviously had a look at look at Leeds there, and don't forget there's in the in the chat. If, uh, if you want to comment on that, that's fine. You mentioned Almiron, and you don't see anyone selling him right now. One goal in his last four appearances. Uh, only got sixteen points. We've got Trippier with thirty-seven, Pope, Burn, Botman, Shah, all the defenders getting the big points at, at Newcastle at the moment. Joe Linton has outscored Almiron. Um, are we, are we, are we getting a bit too attached to him because of his form, and also because we, again, we like the fact that he's done really well because he's stuck two fingers up to Jack Grealish. You know, are we, are we getting a bit too attached to him because? Actually, he scored in the first game back, and he's blanked in his last three. Thoughts? I think I think the reason I said that really quickly was I've just I was Crystal Palace. I'm probably going to roll the dice, and do you know what? If he doesn't return against Palace, um, I'm probably then going to be you know looking at potentially getting you know mixing it up a bit and getting one of those you know other assets in. What do you think, Baz? I agree with you. To be honest, Scott, I was going to say. Um... Give him one more week, um, and then I was going to look at, look at transferring him out myself. Um, but obviously, Cucurella will probably be over that one since he's shocking. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so and then obviously he was going to be Almiron. I was going to get an Arsenal Arsenal player in, yeah. um, but obviously I just I just shy of uh, missing Od- Odegaard. I just priced out of that one if I were. He did look. Um, he looked. I, I thought he played really well. I watched the game, uh, whether they played last the one like late on, didn't they? Um, I thought he played well in that game. He, he did a couple of really nice things and was was unlucky. That's why I'm going to give him one more. If he was shocking in that, I'd be potentially looking at it now. But yeah, yeah I think he's a one more week. They um, they are the only team to not concede a goal since the World Cup, and also they are playing three of the bottom five teams or bottom six teams in form in the league in the next three games. So, yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm definitely not transferring him out this week. Um, my my debate would be uh, to, you know, Cancelo out someone like a Botman in, um, going double on that Newcastle defence with those fixtures coming up. Uh, that saves me £3 million to spend elsewhere in my team, however I want to spend it. So I, I think that's quite... I think it's relatively obviously the move, but also we've got to remember if we go heavy on these players, you might have five, six, seven players that might not play in game week 25. Just to, just to come back to that, it's got to be, you've got to have that in, in your mind, but you know, play the game weeks that are in front of you, potentially it might be worth taking a minus four to then put 11 players out in game week 25. And anyway, that's uh because that's the, that's the, that's the thoughts anyway, guys. Uh, but double double Newcastle defence is where you go, and the the attackers haven't really been delivering. Only scored four goals in four games as well, so starting to show signs of uh, of struggling to to convert. But well, then uh, they were looking that Fulham game. Let's be honest, uh, pro- probably should have gone. Probably should have gone the uh, the other way if uh, Mitrovic hadn't slipped over. How did that feel, Baz? Have you still got Mitrovic, Baz? Yeah, he's coming out this week. Oh, that was painful for you. Yeah. Uh, has he missed like two penalties and got suspended in like the last three weeks? Something stupid. It's, like, like that, yeah. it's, just, it's been awful to admit. Fifty percent ratio on his penalties. So um, yeah, not really. He doesn't. He doesn't strike uh, fear into the goalkeeper. Really, to be honest. No. Let's talk about Arsenal. 
because they are the league leaders. They have a double game week in game week 23. They play in game week 25 uh, and um, they are the best team in the league. So again, I'm not, people aren't really going to be transferring them for the Man United game, but for the Everton, double game week, both at home, Brentford, Man City, Villa, Leicester, Bournemouth, and then Fulham run of games. I think we're all going to be looking at tripling, 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 tripling up on Arsenal after in, when it comes to game week 22. Um, they have been unbelievable this season. By far the best team in the league. Uh, by far. Well, they are by far, really, isn't it? And the man who has been delivering is Martin Odegaard. 6.8 million. Uh, 11 more points since the restart than Saka, who's got 24. Martinelli with 23. So much of a muchness between those guys. And then you're looking at uh, Ramsdale. White and then Enketia with 17. So those top three, those midfielders behind the striker, pretty standard. I think, are we looking at maybe having two of those guys in our teams? Um, I think affordability-wise, it might end up being, and also I've already got Martinez, it might have been Odegaard and Martinelli for me, but lads, are we, are we all basically trying to get Odegaard in before this good run of fixtures? Yeah, for me. I'm also looking at Zinchenko to replace Cucurella. Mm. He looks really good. Um, so, and he's one of the midfielders that uh, wing backs that comes inside as well and builds into the center midfield area. So, he's always going to be in and around the box as such. And I've always liked Sinchenko anyway. It felt a bit hard done at Man City, but I uh, don't feel sorry for him. He's on so much money. So, but I like it. I like him as a player. And and I think uh, that's that's who I'm going to go for. And I'm going to potentially try and get Udegaard in, but I'd think I'm just going to fall short by a couple of uh, like 300 something like that so but, yeah what's um thoughts on uh Nketiah in for Mitrovic Cully's asked yeah I think I think Nketiah's look really good yeah, yeah. is that is that a potential other other route for you Baz specifically you know, um probably to to yeah because I was going to obviously get um, Kluveski out and Mitrovic out um, put Kevin De Bruyne in and then go for like a Ferguson or a, a, a Nonto, Nonto or something like that and then I've got money money in the bank to, to potentially get Cucurella out from the next transfer window a de- tra- transfer week and then I'm going to get Almiron out and put uh, hope, hopefully get Udegaard in but I don't think that's going to happen Okay. In terms of the numbers, yeah, I, I, I um, I don't, I don't, I don't. I want if I want three Arsenal players, I kind of want a piece of the defense and two midfielders. So I don't dislike the transfer of Enketi Rivermitrovic. I don't, I don't dislike that at all, especially if you can't afford the. But the, it is, it's pretty evident to me that the points that they get are coming from those midfielders more than anything. I mean- um, Another thing as well, since Cully suggested it, I'm probably going to do it since I obviously it worked out with Bruno and Mara. So, yeah, fair play. I'm gonna, I'll, I'm gonna check Cully's, I'll check Cully's score at the end with bonus to be added. Uh, yeah. but, because what a week. That's one way to do it. But, yeah, his XG has been the highest by quite a long way, double anybody else's. Um, so he, he has scored two goals as well. So his XG has been 2.44 and he's scored two goals. Do you think City will take a long, hard look at their transfer policy at the end of the season? In what way? What do you think? What do you mean? Well, they sold Jesus and Sinchenko to Arsenal under probably probably uh, looking down at Arsenal a little bit. And uh, like Bal says, I think, you know, Jesus, obviously, we've all been impressed from at the start of the season. Sinchenko has been brilliant for him. 
So do you think they'll actually look, do you know what, we can't be as arrogant as we've probably been. And uh, we need to look at maybe not selling selling it to any top six team. I think uh, you've made a very good point. I thought you were talking about bring people you they were bringing in then. Um, but yeah, of course, yeah. You forget that Jesus and Tinchenko have both. It's almost like Arteta's uh, Arteta's gone to Pep. Our oh, mates, yeah. Um, can you sell me these two? We'll try and make top four. Um, I think Arsenal. I think Arsenal fans will also fully admit this. They've surprised themselves by how good they've been. Yep. Um, and they've surprised everyone by how good they've been. But yeah, they've done, they've done nowhere near on the same scale. But they've kind of done a Leicester, haven't they? It's like Man U we are Arsenal because they've got Partey and he makes them tick because they used to have exactly there and obviously him as an old midfielder is a liability and I think part, everything comes through him. He breaks up playing, he nearly scored an absolute worldie in Derby as well um, and I think that's, that's the base. It's like Casemiro so it would have been nice to see them two play each other, but obviously he got booked. But you know. uh, I, I, I do, I do equally. By the way, just on on Enketia, touch of the Darwins, but he, but also that, but yeah, he still has scored two goals in Ketia. Um Yeah, again, if you bring it, depends on your team structure. If you want to play three up top, then yeah, that's fine. Again, you know, you have that that, that Pereira as your midfielder. You don't spend too much money up top with your team structure, etc. But but yeah, I, I think you, I think you're right, Scott. I mean, you don't, you, you shouldn't sell to your to, to your rivals, you're the big teams in, in the Premier League. I mean, they sold Sterling to Chelsea. You know, it, it, there's there's a lot. I think you're right. I don't think they'll be doing it again. So it's, it's an excellent, excellent point. Uh, thoughts on Ings, Trossard, and Chelsea spending, lads? Trans, general transfer window. Uh, Scotty, Ings very very good. Uh, the sort of player they need. They need someone to put the ball on the back of the net. Um, and he's proven he'll score goals. He'll just get injured. So uh, <laughs> it's one of those, isn't he? Um, Trossard, I think we mentioned earlier, yeah, that kind of strength and depth that they're going to need. Um, so again, I think that's a really, really good bit of business and they've jumped on that at the right time. And who, who was the other person you said? Chelsea's old. Chelsea's, just Chelsea's, a new oh, team. Chelsea's <laughs> yeah, yeah um, I think they're all going to flop. Chelsea spending so much money, it's actually a little bit sickening. sickening. It is sickening. It's like they're just throwing money just at problems, aren't they? They're all young, aren't they? So, but end of the day, you, you've got to find your feet in Premier League. You can't, you can't buy all these players and then they go, oh, well, they're young. They're going to build into it the next season to be great. But you ain't got time with that. They're just, they're just doing the, they're just doing what United did, and it doesn't work. Uh, we've had that way too, way too many times. To be honest, it just, it just, it, yeah, it isn't, isn't good enough. It doesn't work. You can't just throw money at a problem. Uh, quickly to review position by position, uh, yeah, Pope De Gea and you know Leno's crept in there as well. Kepper obviously and, and Ramsdale in terms of goalkeepers that have performed really well since the uh, since the World Cup. Defenders, we've got a couple of Newcastle defenders in the top area here as well as Man United. Wan Bissaka looks a man reborn. I think I, he's such a good defender. It just Going forward has, has always been his weakness, but he's actually looked all right. Um, he's um, he's keeping his place. He's four point three million for Man United in defence, but uh, yeah, Burn, Trippier, Sharp, all these guys have done really well. Serge Aurier, there he is, creeping up with with his with his one goal. 
which has put him in there. That's a bit of a bit of a random defender that's done really well. In terms yeah, of midfield, same, with, same with Bolly though. Bolly's done all right with Forest. Didn't play obviously. Is he day. injured? Is he injured though? Yeah, that's the that's the thing. Same with uh, Awani as well. He looked. Uh, he looked, He always scores at home. For some strange reason. Yeah. Oh, sorry, but uh, Forest got like a hundred players anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and probably going to buy some more as well. Probably. <laughs> Cooper's like, right, okay, this game week, I'm going to play these 11 people. <laughs> this game week, I'm going to play these 11 people. He must have to think of so many different tactics. It's ridiculous. Um, Midfielder-wise, can I just say something really quickly, Alex? Sorry. Um, I know Leeds fans won't like to hear this because they don't like him, but what a breath of fresh air Jack Grealish is. He just doesn't... He's, I don't know if he's been media trained and he didn't listen, but he's amazing. He's just just having a good laugh in his interview. And he's got Mares there just chilling with him. He's so wholesome. I love the guy. Carry on, midfielders. Who's who's been performing best? Okay. Well, we've talked obviously about Marsh, uh, Marsh, Jesse Marsh, Solly Marsh, uh, Rashford, Odegaard, Fernandez. James Ward Prowse is having his little moment, guys. James Ward Prowse always has a couple of really good games a season, uh, and uh, he just in terms of fixtures, Villa, Brentford, Wolves next three. Anyone fancies doing something a little bit weird? Uh, Solly, Solly March is uh, Solly March. Jose Prowse is having a, having his few games. Uh, Elise, I think he's probably the we guy. Buy I, yeah, we'd buy him if he was the, the Palace guy. Um, that you're getting some Palace. William creeping in there. Buendia as well, and Saka. And then um, Pedence has, has scored a couple of goals. I know. Where's I'm surprised he, he wasn't on there to be honest. Oh, it is. He's a, he was a point off. He was 11th yeah. on the list of 10. Uh, but Pedence for Wolves, he's. He's looked like the main man under them. I don't get me wrong. They've got, they've it's like City. it's like grey for Everton, isn't he? Everything comes through. They've got City and Liverpool next too, so I won't worry about him too much. But uh, game weeks twenty three onwards, they've got Southampton, Bournemouth, and then yeah, Fulham is still a tough game. But Southampton, Bournemouth, and Fulham that next three. He's someone to keep an eye on, and 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 their revival under uh, Lopetegui. And then let's have a look at the lovely forwards, which we've pretty much already covered all of these anyway. Just Ivan Tony to mention. Um, does anyone have any idea whatsoever uh, on um, if he's going to get suspended or not, and when it is? Because I mean, he's probably going to get suspended by the sounds of the evidence. But 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 when when does anyone know when it's going to be? And if anyone in the chat knows, then let me know. But I don't know when the verdict was. I thought it was going to be in January. It was. I think the, the deadline's gone and gone of him appealing the charges main against them, I believe. So I'm assuming they're just investigating it. It's going to take a hell of a lot of time to investigate, though, isn't it? Especially how many cases there were. Yeah, he might, he's probably bribed him as well. He's thrown that in there as well. He's probably having a bet on if he's going to go down or not. Yes. Uh, so if you uh, that was who who said who said the joke? Gary Lineker, Gary Lineker. <laughs> would have put his house on him scoring, but he probably did or whatever it was. Yeah, it was. <laughs> what a line that was! I loved that. Um, I'm glad they could have a bit of a laugh because you know, well, they already had too many laughs, didn't they, on BBC coverage of football recently? God. That was a burner phone strapped to the table or whatever. Uh, the, the only other player that we haven't mentioned, um, I say Bre- Brennan Johnson, someone again for, for Forrest that we, we, we should really have, have pointed out uh, when we talked about Forrest just then. But, but Kai Havertz has played and started every game for Chelsea since the World Cup. Said it, didn't I? Yeah, you really did, Baz. He scored two, got one assist, and he's got 24 points. He's outscored Haaland, obviously, before this game. Um, but he'd outscored like Haaland, Ferguson, Mitrovic, Johnson, and Ketia and Boba Watkins. Like the only players that had scored more than him were Kane and Tony. So 
if you look at it, I mean, Chelsea, if you look at Chelsea's fixtures, not that anyone's going to be really backing Chelsea at this very moment in time because their, their form's terrible. And they've got Liverpool and Fulham next too. But then they do go West Ham, Southampton, Spurs away, Leeds and Leicester. It's four really good fixtures in five game weeks. I'm, I'm almost, I feel, and James and Chilwell are back in training now as well. I can, I can see the game week 23 trying to get Chelsea, a couple of Chelsea people in or a Chelsea player in. Um, There's that many to can, pick from though, aren't there? Yeah. But well, again, you've got, we're just... you got, you'll have Yao Felix will be back and then you've got Mudrick as well. There's only we're... priced at seven million. So that mm. could be a. Yeah. I think if you're looking at Chelsea assets, you really need to just think about what you're doing in your life, to be completely honest with you. <laughs> oh dear. Well, you're not so this, predictable, aren't they? You're not these next two, don't worry. Liverpool and Fulham next two. Um, so Liverpool 12th in the form table. Um, but Fulham 5th in the form table. So, And again, I've just done this since the World Cup, so I'm, I'm treating this as a, as, as a mini-season at this point. Um, yeah, I think they've been good. Uh, Cully said Skamaka um, injured? Uh, they play one up top, so tough to fit Ings, Antonio, Scrapper. Yeah, but yeah, but it, it's going to be Ings. It's Ings, always Ings. It has to be Ings. The other two are performing so bad. They've not signed him for any other reason. Yeah. West play Antonio doing... on the wing, I suppose, couldn't you? you, you... <laughs> <laughs> right, right back again, can't you? <laughs> yeah, you could play him anywhere. Stuff for got pace, don't, it's like FIFA. Don't, don't forget as well. We've got um, Europe coming back, I can, and, and Antonio was playing in Europe, wasn't he? Yeah. I just worry about West Ham down here, though. I mean, like, they've nah, just... they'll be fine. The, my but... boys will be fine. Yeah. Well, uh, they won't be in Europe, though, which will, uh, which means Declan Rice will definitely get his transfer in the summer. Do you remember um, when Everton um, are down 50 million in front of me, Gordon? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even start now, does he? No. He's awful, isn't he? Imagine, imagine uh, anyone said he was good and to buy him. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> ah, brilliant. So. Uh, <laughs> we've got some, we've had some terrible shouts. We added more last year. Gordon this year we're doing brilliantly, and we lads, well done. So what? So why we don't get why we don't get the traction on Twitter like the other people do? So we don't have this really sexy graphics. Honestly, content that we create is so much better. Um, yeah, let's um, call it. Yeah, call it, sorry. Yeah, twelve. There were twelve Liverpool in the form table. Um, just so you're aware. And well, you know, what? I thought I'd be celebrating out in town. He's a he's well, because he's a, I've got I have got to have a quick look at the um, the amount of uh, points he's got. You know, I just don't even look at the leagues anymore, mate. Because uh, you know, there's no there's no point. A uh, hundred and thirteen points with bonus to add, and I'm assuming Mara's got three. And did Haaland get none? None. Not did he get none? But Mara's only got three, right? Yeah, Mara's three, Klobeski two, and another City player one. So three extra points, 116 points this week. Just absolutely, absolutely ridiculous. He's gone top, I think, hasn't he? Uh, I wouldn't be surprised because it was that that sort of, I mean, compared to everybody else, when you look at the average in FPL, you know, Dan was on 54, no. he's on 172. Um, yeah, that's 72. He's got no more points to add. Cool, he's 116, so... Um, what's that in terms of difference? 16, 28, oh, 34, 44, so 44 points better. And he was already 28 points better. Um, so he's gained another 16 points on him. Not quite four points behind him. But very, 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 very tight at the top. He, start, he started underneath me. I think I was fourth. I had a nosebleed and I must have fell off. 
talk about someone who had a nosebleed is falling off. Sandy Punjan, if you're listening, uh, it's, uh, it's falling free in free fall at the moment. Uh, yeah, if you look down, Scott, you're here. Top 10. We're back. Come on. You're talking, about, you're talking about top 10, mate. Look at this. Top, top 20, 35. Top 26. Oh, my mum's still out here. Hey, go on, Judy. <laughs> do you know what she is as well? 62, and she's got, she's got another 18 points. Oh, she's, she's playing a bench record. boost. No. Oh, but, Thiago Silva saved that bench boost a bit. I mean, 12 points on a bench boost in the end isn't that bad, but... Um, who's this guy? Who's this guy, Judith? <laughs> who's John Cabani Gordon? Oh, he's loaned out as well, I think. Yeah, well, where, where even is it? He's at Carlisle United. <laughs> <laughs> Probably must have been oh. playing Scunny over somewhere like midway. Get points. You've got oh. four point five. Get, get Willie Donto in here at 4.5. Uh, in all, in five million, all, but yeah. Yeah, in all fairness, close that. Go, sorry, I'll, be, go I'll be buzzing to get 12 points on my bench boost this year. So, do you know what? It's not the worst bench boost, Mum. Well done. It's uh, yeah, you're having words about Gordon now. <laughs> Gordon, Gordon. <laughs> he plays I'd rather have Robles Gordon in, honestly. <laughs> he does, he plays less, I think, doesn't he? I'd rather have Craig Gordon in than Anthony Gordon. Oh, yeah, is, he, is he retired now? I don't know. No, he's still he, going to the Dutch second that. division. <laughs> he, he was at Hearts, was he at So was he wherever he denounced his retirement? I think. Um, but Craig Gordon was one of the oldest players in the history of Scottish football. Any other things on fixtures? No, I think we've covered everyone off here, really. Um, anyone else, everyone off that's really really worth talking about. So let's have a look at the next game week. Deadline, Saturday the 21st of January at 11 o'clock. The early kickoff of the ultimate boring game, Liverpool against Chelsea. Nil-nil, all over it. Put your money on it. Uh, Cully, tell me what is in the chat and tell me also what the hell's going on with your club at the moment because... 12th in the form table is terrible. Um, so, uh, so, yeah, let us know your thoughts. Bournemouth against Forest. Big, 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 big game. Um, then Leicester Brighton. I'm going to read them all out. Why not? I've committed now. Southampton Villa, West Ham Everton. And then we've got the evening game, Palace against Newcastle. Then we get Leeds Brentford, City Wolves, Arsenal United. And then we've got the Bundan Football, Fulham against Spurs. Anything other than City at home to Wolves stand out to you in terms of captaincy this week? Trippier? No. Home against Palace? No. I mean, everyone's going City at home, aren't they? It's, it, you just, if you don't captain Haaland this week, then you never will, really. Yeah. I think that's the thing, isn't it? Um, yeah. You're not going to, you're not, yeah, Mara's, I City play, yeah. Mara's all Haaland. You're not going to look at Arsenal assets because United's defence is too good. I'm not going to captain anything. Do you know what? I'm, I'm missing that game. I'm out wine tasting. Are you? Yeah, that sounds lovely. We yeah. need to do another whiskey tasting, by the way. We need to get one of those. We need to get one of those set up. Um, yeah. I'll get one of those. We'll get one of those booked in the diary, mate. Um, <laughs> I uh, might head to treat you for these ones, but yeah, <laughs> I think uh, <laughs> ten years in the making, <laughs> like seven. Um, but yeah, no, 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 to be fair, probably it might even be that long. But yeah, I can't see anything more than City uh, against Wolves as absolutely terribly boring as it is. Um, and then the uh, the game week after that is a Friday deadline 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 on the uh, on the third of February. So um, probably won't be won't be a podcast next week. It'll probably be the week week after. 
because it'll be before this game week deadline. And also we'll have all the information then at that point about who blanks in game week 25. We'll know who's due to the next round of the FA Cup. So it's worth. It's not really worth doing a podcast next week because we'll be halfway between all of that information and we won't know the answers. So um, yeah, but for game week uh, game week twenty one, very exciting. Bank, uh, Baz, you uh, have you did you you said a few different transfers. What what are your transfers going to be this week? Do you think? Oh, he's sat back. At, he's sat back. At, he still doesn't know. I'm looking <laughs> at Forrest's fixtures. All right, got two. What, what? We've got Bournemouth, Bournemouth yeah. and Leeds at home. I'm thinking Brennan Johnson. Oh, Brennan Johnson. He's scored, he's only just scored a goal in open play. I've got to have a Welshman in my team, I suppose, haven't I? Uh, Dan James? Rather have Barry Wilson. Uh, Cully says Liverpool aren't keeping a clean sheet. It's the early kickoff, and Chelsea are pretty rubbish as well at scoring goals, aren't they? So, don't know. Who knows? Havertz will score. Yeah, you know what? Why not? 1 0 Liverpool, 1 0 Chelsea Havertz score. We'll predict that. In, That's the right battle for the Europa Conference League, isn't it? That? <laughs> it really is. Should we have a look at the actual table? Just for just, 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 just the game. <laughs> yeah, because Cully's too happy. Let's get the Premier League table on. <laughs> let's, do, let's do it. Oh, so got... oh, not even there. Oh, oh. oh keep going. Oh, 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 oh. It's ninth v tenth in the early kickoff on BT Sport. <laughs> Chasing Brighton, Fulham, and Brentford down. Oh, oh. How the mighty have fallen! Amazing, isn't it? Um, but yeah, Arsenal uh, obviously still doing top end and lost one game, and uh, Newcastle still lost one game as well. So uh, it's exciting, and it's, it's really, really tight at top and the bottom, isn't it? So, uh, but right, I've, uh, we've uh, we've rambled on uh, rambled on a lot. Just want to double check the chat, make sure I've not missed anything anything else within it that's uh, been put in there. Very enjoyable. Thanks ever so much for uh, for joining us this week. And don't forget to like the video, subscribe to the channel, or and the subscribe to your podcast from or follow us on our social media platforms, Audible Pod, Audible P on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Scott, thanks for joining us. You're welcome. Glad to be back. Barry, thank you for joining us too. You're welcome. And thank you to all of the people in the chat who've contributed, especially Gavin, Callum, and Cully, who have been chatting away all the time been lovely love it to have you and uh we'll uh, see you soon i'll stop recording now for uh for the uh, for the podcast bye for now <laughs>